0: This podcast is part of the GWC Network. For more information on it or to check out some of our other awesome podcasts, visit us at galacticwatercooler.com. After the tone, enjoy the show. This is Saviurica, podcast number 29, E equals MC.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Hello! E equals M C <laughs> No.
2: M C ellipsis question mark.
0: <laughs> <laughs> M C who? No. Uh yet another it's
2: hammer go, hammer go, hammer go. <laughs> okay, <Peter. laughs>
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna lose it now.
2: <laughs> All
3: right. <laughs>
0: No, but, but more fun Eureka and an introduction to one of Audra's uh, favorite characters. Yes,
2: Zane. Zane. Zane Donovan.
0: I would like to point out something that I find humorous here, which is that most many women, if you ask them, will say, I'm not really into really big guys. You know, I don't need to be big I muscular guys, blah, blah, I can blah. Tell you what they mean. And here's the thing. Obviously, there's a little difference between Zane in season four and Zane in season two. Yeah. Dude hit the gym he's, he's between. A, he's a little smaller. <laughs> yeah. A when lot he starts out, smaller. he's a lot
2: smaller. Yeah. It's kind of funny, and, too. It, uh, it makes you wonder, like, they're like, well, he's supposed to be this, you know, uber genius and all this stuff. So he's got to be a small guy, you know? And then they're like, oh, wait, he's on TV. You know, he can pack muscle. He's hot. He should look good, you know?
0: I always figured be, it was just that well, actor and we smart. should try to talk to him with I think I've always figured it was just him yeah. you know making his own decisions with that but um, they always tried to portray him as kind of cool you know yeah from, from the beginning. But I just want to point out that that is such BS when women are like, oh, well, I'm not into okay, I, big dudes, you know.
2: I can't speak for all women or, or women who say that, but I suspect that what they might mean when they say, I don't like really big guys,
3: uh-huh.
2: is the guys who look like they're on the cover of those muscle magazines, like in the little nutslinger. And they're like, <laughs> they're so big that they can't put their, I can't put my arms down. <laughs> <laughs> like that kind of thing. I think when women say really big guys, that's what they mean.
0: So, so yeah, yeah I honestly think, though, that when they say it, they're insinuating that it's like got relatively big guys versus, you know, not like, oh, I don't want to date the Hulk.
3: You know? <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I
0: mean, and I, it,
3: <laughs>
0: seriously. Hulk but,
2: like clam chowder. I know. <laughs> I know. How, about, how about nice restaurant? <laughs>
0: Hemsworth smash no, but see see then Chris Hemsworth comes on and it's like spoosh, 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 you know. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, you, like, you, can you say that
2: on Save Eureka?
0: Well, we just did. <laughs> Seriously, I mean he, he he you know he walks on screen you know out of that shower in in uh, Thor and you need like a life preserver to stay afloat in the in the you know in in the room, and it's like all. <sighs> all of a sudden it's the same with Zane here i mean zane gets relatively large by the by season 4 and it and he gets more attention from female viewers i just want to point that out
2: deservedly so <laughs>
0: <laughs> this was kind of a weird episode um cool in a lot of ways but but a couple of things that
2: <laughs> brain make people, <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> <laughs> make people <smart. laughs> sorry Juan, you do it you do it no, better because ju- i just flubbed the line <laughs>
1: no it's, it's good no but-
2: leela brain make people smart
1: <laughs> i think i don't know i the, the one part that really just stood completely out that the only re- was was the uh you know the walking cliche recruiter guy Oh yeah, and, he like reminded me of like Big Eddie from Flight of the Concords with a actually, lot of commotion.
0: Actually, Yoni <laughs> reminds me of. You remember uh, a League of Their Own? The recruiter from a League of Their Own. Uh, no, I don't think I, I, don't, I, see. I don't He remember. goes out and he it's finds while, them so. and and brings them back. He I thought he was like he was like based on that guy.
1: What's with all this commotion? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just he's like, why are they creating this hugely over the top character purely for the for the point of? saying oh look it's not related to the experiment.
0: Well actually not at all to be like uh to be like bitchy and and Moni about the about the show cuz I'm not. Monty, monty. I had a I had a good time with it but I there there were a couple things that always kind of have I are are like my buttons when it comes to this sort of when it comes Uh-oh. to the portrayal of, Other than big of, guys? of smart people and geeks. No no that's just <laughs> that's just funny to me. I I I think <laughs> I think women pretending that they're not really like, no, really, I'm not into big guys. Yeah. Yeah. The, when they say that BS,
1: but you know what? Try generalizing women again. <laughs> <You bet>. <laughs> <laughs> It'll, work. It'll work great for me,
0: <laughs> but <laughs> always has no, but, but seriously, like speaking generalization at the beginning, when you have, first of all, you have uh Zane in this place. What the, what is this place that he's it in?
1: Look like halfway between a, uh, um, an internet cafe and a b- used bookstore and a computer store or something.
2: It's the, uh, the hacker hangout there. There's
1: no such for, for thing one, from the movie <laughs> hackers. There's no skateboard ramp. <laughs>
2: I'm sorry. No white guys with dreadlocks.
0: <laughs> there's no skateboard ramp, <laughs> but yes, you, you understand what I'm saying. Juan. it's like, yeah. it's like this non-existent place, you know, where, 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 Computer guys come to like hack things, you know. And it yes. always has
1: and, to have and like blue We can sell ads for and... putting posters up for Call of Duty and Half Life Two. Half Life <laughs> Two, yeah, that was funny. It was behind him. Maybe in this. it
2: was the set like, from um, what was that buying movie? their box
1: copy of Half Life Two <laughs> in, in the big old eight and a half by eleven boxes too. Yeah.
2: Oh my god.
0: Yeah, it is. It's in a rack behind. It. But but you know, he goes to this place, and then and then we get of course he can just instantly do things with a computer that whether you can do them or not, because smart it's, people can do things with a computer. That's you know, just, it's, it's the generic, you
1: know, it's so very hipster ish to, to rag on movie know. and TV show computer hacking. But I mean, <laughs> I hate that. Oh, look, you've got one number of the pin, right? Oh, now you've got two numbers of the pin, right? It's like, really? Have you ever logged into a bank and typed in your password and put a uh, an error on the last character? It's like, you almost got it. Try again. <laughs> try the last that, letter's wrong.
2: Try that last one again, mother.
1: And then <laughs> and then okay,
0: and then the next step they I you probably would let go, but then they take it another step further when all of a sudden he's this physics expert. Because you know, if you're smart with physics, you understand programming and
1: computer security. I know computer programming. I know nothing about physics.
0: Well, exactly. But that's because it only works the other way. If you were a ah, genius okay. physicist, you would be an ultimate computer programmer because you know it's a complete subset. I mean, you know, yeah. learning about physics has is isn't it all different from programming.
2: Well, I think you know you make a good point, and I know that you know you kind of, I know it burns you like especially. I you know just like, a little bit. Well, it's okay. I mean, and because what it is is essentially. It does what a stereotype does. It obscures all the individuality. It obscures all the differences that are available in those fields. And it basically reduces them down to like, yeah, that geeky tech stuff that those guys do.
0: I know. And and I guess, I mean, sometimes I feel like it, it, it can actually make life difficult because like a good example was, was like on Chuck. You know, you see this on Chuck a lot where where chuck and his buddies who who i think are generally portrayed pretty accurately wouldn't you say Juan? i mean without the over, except for this part of the over the top stuff i mean the general day to day stuff they they that's pretty pretty accurate you know we, we've had
1: some of the conversations. oh hell yeah check. i've done
0: some of the <laughs> crap that you see those people do as, Years as a joke ago. you know
1: oh, yeah. or recently but, but, yeah.
0: you know yeah but so so that that's cool but then they'll say oh and he's this expert with these modern you know methodologies of of computer security and you're like wait a minute first of all i mean i have built plenty of computers and i've spent time around that kind of stuff but that doesn't mean that I've necessarily researched all of the latest, you know, computer security stuff.
2: It's Why would you
0: even have access to that stuff? It's overhang
2: from when he used to have the Intersect.
0: Well, and that I could see, too, (laughs) because that's actually a cool explanation, except they had him at the beginning be able to do that kind of stuff. You know, it was sort of like...
2: Yeah, but he's a tech guy. Exactly. (laughs) That's exactly my
1: point. Or uh, If you're... You haven't watched the the last season of Chuck, right? About half of it. A little more than half of it. Okay. Have you seen the hacking episode? I think
0: so. Which one? Tell me. The one
1: with a circle of, of yes, uh, hackers. Yes, I have. Okay. So that kind of fills in Chuck's backstory a little bit. Like there before a he was ramp? working at the Nerd Herd, <laughs> he, was, uh, just, he was one of those kind of like teenage hacker kids, but... Yeah, but I got news
0: for you. Even those teenage hacker kids aren't security experts. What those teenage hacker kids do is <laughs> they have find to get arrested a-
1: first and then become the security
3: experts.
2: It's how they establish their legacy. But you know what I'm saying?
0: It's like the, the reality of this would be that that uh, they would find some specific exploit. Yeah. Which is still a big deal and still you know noteworthy and interesting and everything. But it's not the same as, oh, I'm an expert and I'm familiar with all forms of this. And and just give me access to a remote control and I can get your credit card number and buy everything off Amazon and have it shipped
1: quite faster than I, next day. You know what? I just imagine yeah, faster than next day, yeah. Yeah, who, who takes orders at that late at night and gets their shipment out for to FedEx that quickly? But- Scott,
2: Scott, are you waiting for that package you just ordered? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> only
0: Amazon.ca, man. That's what they do. They only have four items, so they can get them there very really quickly. Because <laughs> <laughs> because there's no like selection time. They don't even know those robots or anything. They got one dude in the back, one Australian man.
1: Yeah, you, know, you, know, you just, can order either shirt A, <laughs> shirt B, or season one of Corner Gas. <laughs> I'm
2: sorry. I like how they have shirt A. <laughs> oh, shirt A. <laughs> oh, and I
0: oh.
3: did
0: the
1: joke. That's great. <laughs> well, uh, you, there you go.
0: It's the only one we know, man. You just got to...
1: Uh, but with all the all the hacking crap aside, yeah, I the, know. The, the thing that I really liked about, uh, about this episode is that we... With the introduction of Zane, we get a lot more of that, that quick witted writing that, that comes yes. With, yes. with the characters. like the, uh, the you know, like, uh, yeah, uh, what does he say at one point? Uh, he's, he's, uh, Zane is talking to, to uh, Stark and uh, Stark calls him Kid and he goes, who are you called Kid, Spartacus? Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah that was awesome.
1: you know you get a lot more stark having a lot of fun you know like uh, oh won't that blow up the planet oh wow good we didn't think of that good thing you're here carter
0: (laughs) and uh (laughs) yeah
2: and that's one of the strengths of the show especially as they go forward we get to see a lot more of that and that's one of the best parts yeah that that that, like quick-witted writing
1: and i'd like to point out go ahead we need to find out who's affected joe do do you feel dumb (laughs) zane how would you know you yeah, how could you tell that they both pressed the button?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Shock him.
0: You know, I I I have to admit Harness though, after, moron
2: after <laughs> mind. After all of the
0: kind of bitching and everything, that aside, I like Zane as a character even now.
1: Zane is
2: awesome.
0: Like, like they they he does a, a good job of playing this kind of flat character that they've given him with a lot of uh, of. I don't know a lot of depth, you know. He gives it more depth than it really has in the script. The first yeah. time well, through,
1: it's it's all about execution. Like it's like he he may not have the best past, and he may have some things that are wrong with him. But the the way that he uh, the way that he acts just makes him an interesting character, whether or not he's good or bad. Actually, this is that exact uh, discussion you, uh, Chuck, you and I were having before the cast about um, why ni- neither you or I ever was interested in in the backstory of caden versus ashley in mass effect
0: oh yeah it's true right
1: it's like you know caden does have an interesting backstory and he is a cool guy but he's just dull
2: actually that is the best word he a- is Ash- dull Ashley's a and a character
1: racist and but she's real vocal about it and <laughs> she's <Racist>. all like- <laughs> but she's but- interesting but she's interesting like you yeah. may not agree with everything she says but she at least brings personality to the character and i mean yeah
2: my character was cook- was hooking up with a Hay- well, yeah my Christians? character was hooking you were up his with out, and and- you
0: still thought he was boring
2: and you yeah i mean
0: <laughs> your character wow. sucks man your
1: character is awful <laughs> <laughs> I don't care who you are, or where you came from. I just need someone to put it in
2: me. Oh, stop it! <laughs> <laughs> My character was a female shepherd, and oh. I thought that you would like Caden somehow in the beginning, and you know it,
1: See, but that's the di- th- well. That that's
2: what I should have just hooked up just with Liara.
1: You, I'm telling you, you were, you were playing the story of just assuming that oh well, this, this character is probably interesting, right? Or, but you know, it's may- maybe. That, that's it. Is that you know you, the characters? I mean, I guess I'm not really trying to crap on the voice actor, but <laughs> but the, the the way that the, the, the lines that are presented and everything, you if you unless you really dig through that dialogue tree, you don't really know anything <laughs> about him, and he's not that. Interesting. I don't think it's vo- the it, it voice. It was kind actor. of relentless I
2: think, disappointment. I
1: think, no, the voice actor did a good job. I think it's the you know,
0: and, and it's kind of interesting because we actually uh, we actually uh, spoke with uh, Maggie Baird. Uh, who voiced uh, Samara uh, today. Uh, And I I don't know. I think this podcast will actually, it might come out before G. If it does and you listen to it, then uh, you got a a spoiler for GWC. But um, good (laughs) for you. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh you have to watch out good thing we don't have the if it's out it's fair game tag on this podcast
0: Ooh. Is mm. it, does the spoiler apply to the podcast it's very meta it's too too meta for me tonight
2: but
0: but seriously uh she was talking about how how they get these lines and you know how they get the lines like just one back-to-back like They'll read, they get a line and out next to it is like a little description of what it's supposed to mean in general terms. This
1: line just says grunt. What do you want me to do?
0: (laughs) She was talking about those too. in the worst case, like, like, like uh, death by drowning 20 times, you know, you have to have 20 different deaths by drowning, you know? (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah exactly So, actually <laughs> there's um, there's a cool special on the 360 right now I'm not sure if it's available elsewhere but there's a free video you can download which uh, talks to the voice actors of Mass Effect 3 Ooh, awesome sweet of which yeah. she
0: is one as well yeah. and if all goes well I think we'll have another one another of the voice actors as well but we'll see um so anyway I, I think zane is is obviously breathing life into this character yeah when on. i yeah. when i
2: saw with this episode that that zane has finally arrived in the series i was like yes yeah. but um it's kind of like when seven of nine kind of <laughs> injects life into voyager well maybe not that big a difference because Cass was seriously lame and we yes. didn't have i
1: don't know zane brought a lot to that episode. Did. But yeah he really did in
2: the positive sense he brings in the show. much
1: at, at the same time, I did, I did miss uh, Fargo not being a regular character yet. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. he wasn't in this. And it's like, Aww. you know, they have such great interactions later on. They so do. <laughs> it, every, the whole time, I kept going, where's Fargo going to show up in this? And then I, I, you get, like, 20 minutes in, and you realize he's just not going to be in it. It's like, Aww. oh,
0: And see, that's it with, with Zane, too, is that Zane not only brings in kind of his own coolness, but the the way he throws the other characters slightly off kilter and changes them a little is cool as well.
2: Yeah, agreed.
1: Well, it's 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 also you know a new blood for the series, right? Like yeah. You you, ha, you have Zoe's bomb come in at, in an earlier episode, and while and that's lead, you can thankful. stretch that into two episodes, it's really not sustainable. A character like Zane, that's even if he's playing by the rules, he's still adversarial towards everybody. That makes for some great breaking the rules, breaking the rules
2: adversarial questioning
1: <laughs> I, I actually just <laughs> watched one of those episodes <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh God. you know I was you know, thinking you- about the uh, oh sorry
0: check. oh one last thing about Zane you know why uh, Zane you got to love Zane too because I think every one of us always has wanted to be at some point in your life smart enough or valuable enough that you can treat life, life, life like a game and everyone else will take your crap. Oh,
2: man. Everybody no. wants that. It I would mean, be so fun. If you
0: say you don't want that, you're lying. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, you do. You want that. But, I mean, the likelihood of any of us or anyone ever getting that, it's so small, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's just not going to happen.
2: Yeah, it's fun, though. I mean, it's part of the appeal, I think, yeah. Sorry, to Watch but- to watch someone actually live like that. Uh, right. But I was thinking about the um, the plot of this one and how... It kind of is a an, like a, an ongoing thing that we see with a number of these episodes where you have um, sort of like a giant red herring where like they think that what's making everybody oh, dumb right, yeah. is, is one thing and then it turns out to be something right. else. And, and it's kind of funny. It's like you see that so much that it's safe to assume that whatever <laughs> everyone thinks is causing the problem is not it.
1: Well, I mean, you got you got to have a formula when it comes down to a show like this. <laughs> I mean, the, 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 that's the formula that they use. It's, it's it kind of like it's kind of like how when when uh, a patient starts getting diagnosed in the first ten minutes of House, yeah. and is on medication, it's like, well, we know it's not yeah. Bad. Wouldn't it be great yeah, if yeah.
0: in the first one,
1: she's gonna start bleeding out his anus? Soon.
0: <laughs> wouldn't it be great if, like, in the first in the first every so often with House, just in the first couple of minutes, House came in and said.
3: It's you know. lupus. It's
0: lupus, and they treat it, and it's and they roll the credits. Yeah, like Chuck, the guy walks out happy, and they roll the credits. It's like
2: Chuck and I used to joke about, like, um, you know how in the beginning of House where they have the what do you call it, the teaser or whatever, at the beginning before oh yeah, they roll yeah, the sure. credits, yeah. and and they set up the situation, and for yeah. there were so many in a row in the oh, beginning where like where someone red earrings, yeah yeah well where someone would always like yeah they would always like. Burst an orifice, and blood would start coming out and uh, and Chuck and I would always laugh because the red hair, yeah, so often like you would to make these you have the person like clutching their chest, and then like the you know the bartender behind the counter would. You know, would puke blood. Yeah,
0: right. So that was the joke. We'd always be like, "There's this guy, and he's like, uh, he's reading he's,
2: a book in a library. And he's and
0: clutching and- his left arm, and then he's breathing, you know, badly, and then he fall he falls on the ground, and then the book pukes blood. Yeah, exactly. And the bo- <laughs> that was how he. Went. It got it got absurd, but. <laughs> that's my God! I mean, it started absurd, but you know what I mean. We
2: would sit there and go back and forth. <laughs> we'd,
0: we'd come up with these. It's pretty bad. Life at uh, in our house. <laughs>
1: yeah. Not not really speaking of that, but I came across. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you have totally
0: like, jumped the shark transition wise. Now you like just used to be you. talking about
1: that.
2: Now not it's really. like not really
0: talking about that. About
2: that. <laughs> speaking that's, of bleeding that's the bottles. best segue <laughs> ever. <laughs>
1: I didn't want to use that one. I don't know,
0: man. Speaking of bleeding buttholes might be the next Apparently,
1: <laughs> I, I was going through a YouTube clips the other day. I came oh, across no. this, this guy. Go, Wait, you're not going to compare YouTube If but- you go to, the, to Earth, right, and go to the soul system, uh-huh. and you try to do a, um, a probe on Uranus. <laughs> Edie goes, really? <laughs> and then you do it again. It's like, probing Uranus, <laughs> Really?
2: really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Anyway,
0: so Henry, uh, when when you notice when everybody gets dumb, they exhibit different, slightly different behavior, you know, like uh, I I think it's like
2: being drunk. Well, maybe (laughs) it brings out different.
0: Yeah. Like some maybe base kind of things come out that are normally suppressed. Right.
2: Yeah.
0: And uh, and the one that I thought was really kind of freaky weird was uh, Henry. Henry watches cartoons and wrestling
2: wrestling <laughs> wrestling no no no
0: wrestling is what you know dudes do or something wrestling is like like pro wrestling like he was watching you know guys in nutslingers like you know jumping on each other off of ropes and stuff
1: the Zardoz inquisition
2: yes <laughs> pretty much nobody expect nobody ever expects the no, it's Inquisition.
0: <laughs> i certainly didn't so when you know, I certainly didn't expect it from Henry. So I thought that well, was you know, kind of wh- weird. Wh- was it on the sci-fi channel? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was going
3: to say, I maybe tried.
0: there's a target. Wow. I just completely missed that. And I, I suck.
1: Blew your mind.
0: <laughs> it did. I, whenever you say that, I always hear Jack Black saying it. You know, like yeah. singing it. I don't know why.
2: Blew your mind. Yeah. Yeah. I can't do it. Jack He's Black.
0: singing it. Yeah. I could, but I don't want to blow up my microphone. Good, yeah. Or my like, <laughs> ears. exactly. That's true. I'm just going to turn one down for a second on our headphones here. Okay. No, but... But yeah, and then... Uh, but the funny thing, you know, like Carter, too. You notice how Carter is, like, such a nice guy. Like, yeah. he's walking through and the two guys are playing Marco Polo and they're both saying Marco, you I know?
1: love that. He goes and tries to fix him. He's like, <laughs> what are you doing?
0: Polo. <laughs> and then he leaves and you hear him in the background quietly, Polo,
1: Polo. Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> You're like, damn. I love the episodes like this where you get to see how Carter's like his unique ability to just see through things because it's the heart of the show. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is. Like his ability to see through problems because he's not, he's not uh, encumbered by like all the attitude and egocentrism and stuff of, of a lot of the geniuses. He's
0: actually good at what he does. And yeah. like in this one, there were a couple of good examples. He he figured it out by trying to compile a list of who was affected and who, was, and who was not. Yeah, yep. you know he right at, uh, at the you know at the end he found Zane by uh, by calling his mother instead. Zane's like, "What did you do? Did you use GPS? Did you? They must have this great predictive algorithm." He's like, right, "No right. man, I called your mother."
2: Yeah, it's like cop, cop skills, <laughs> you know. Cop skills. Yeah, he's <laughs> like,
0: yeah, you know, I looked. You ever notice that? It's like, it's like the people who are like, they're so busy trying to figure it out that they won't just look to see. Like, you're, like you and I, I mean, we've been guilty of this. You're laying in bed yeah. and and you get, you know, and you want to know if it's raining. So you get your phone and look it up. <laughs>
2: it's like, Instead of just well, looking, out looking out the out window. window. <laughs> <laughs> like... Well,
1: I, I think this episode does a good job too of, of showing that uh, Carter isn't just like a Superman that's just figuring all this stuff out and no. saving the day. Like it's that conversation he had where it's like, Hey, you know, I I'm, I'm smart. I'm plenty smart. It's yeah. like no science smart. It's like I save the day all the time. Well, you don't really. It's usually like Henry or Allison <laughs> or Stark. Yeah.
2: But <laughs> he inspires it, them. But too. that's it
1: is that he's the one that makes the connections that allows the people that have the power to <laughs> to save the day to do so.
2: Sour the milk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh,
2: next jet.
1: Indeed. I, I still love that he gets some of those kind of awkward, uh, insecurity moments. Like he's trying to be all cool in front of the recruiter guy and ordering chicken. He's like, Hey Vince, uh, give me two breasts all wet. Yeah. Uh, uh just two, two chicken. Just two, two chicken. <laughs> the I wonder what made point. them
2: think of that. It's so funny to think of like, how, how would this thing get spread throughout the whole town? You know, all right, let's just have a giant, that was hilarious. A giant barbecue, you know?
1: Well, that, uh, yeah, that
0: What was the chicken's name? Is it Clarence? <laughs> <laughs> Good
1: gosh, Clarence.:
0: no, Clarence
1: has two pairs.
0: <laughs> or
1: not, in this case. <laughs> sorry. That, that was a does, does the FDA just not exist in Eureka, I guess? Apparently not. I it's mean like, I don't
2: know. I mean Vince Presso and:
1: Apparently Vince just doesn't care about it, <laughs> about where he gets his products from. Where did the chickens come from? Well, it's not chicken per se. It's like oh, that,
2: God. It's
0: like that chef episode where he, uh, you know, where he gets the unprocessed cheese, right? And he wants the the real cheese.
2: Oh, right, You know, the right.
0: non-homogenized cheese. The illegal cheese. Illegal, you, illegal cheese. Yeah, that's so like he, the like, super high quality. Goes out and gets arrested getting the cheese, buying the, <laughs> you know, underground cheese. That's it. I mean, that's, that that's is gross, gross though.
2: man. I mean, the, like. Chicken genetic manipulation of meat. I it's kind of weird,
0: because, I mean, on one hand, I get it. Yeah, I mean, he walks in, and those, d- those look like real chicken breasts, by the way. That was pretty interesting. Real chicken breasts, like, strung up all throughout that place. That must have been <laughs> gross. The uh, uh, the funny I thing... I
2: like, don't touch anything. <laughs> <laughs> the funny
1: thing is... Can we they- please turn on the air conditioning for this <laughs> studio? Uh, nope, can't afford it. Oh.
3: <laughs>
2: but, yeah, it's like,
0: it's like you walk in, and, and he says, this could be the grossest thing I've ever seen, and I'm thinking... Except maybe a real chicken coop. I mean, those are really gross. I mean, how is how is like this, this growing this chicken meat on the wall grosser than like, you know, what they do to the actual chickens? I, I got to go with the lady. I mean, it seems like the actual what they do to the actual chickens is way grosser than like growing the chicken meat on the wall.
2: No, I think chicken meat on the wall is pretty disgusting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's just it's the concept of it. It feels so unnatural to see meat like meat is not supposed to grow alone. You know, meat is not meat. Meat is like it begins as flesh of an animal. And to see like meat that has never been flesh, (laughs) you know, meat that has always been meat is just freaky. And I think it feels so contradictory that that's what makes it gross. It's not that it's. Hmm. you know, That's an interesting unsanitary question. or something. It's just, it feels unnatural.
0: Cause I have to admit, I mean, I'm, I'm not a vegetarian, but I really am not super thrilled about eating animals, you know, like I would
2: I know, prefer not you know.
0: to, but I really like it.
2: <laughs> I, I'm I know I, I'm like crappy. Too. I know. Yeah. I'm sorry. I know it's I awful. Wish, yeah.
0: But but so I mean I I have to admit that I kind of I kind of like the idea if it could be done safely if they could somehow grow the flesh well, and look how that it.
1: worked out. How would I know? I mean, this is definitely not a network show because it's like, what well, what what's one of the main two topics here? It's like, oh well, uh, eating meat is bad or GM crops are bad. Yes, it's like <laughs> that, neither of those would make it past the big sponsors.
0: I guess so monsanto not a sponsor of us either apparently but no i mean seriously i i i would prefer if there was a way if they had a way of me and they're real close to that I by know, the way especially the hamburger i don't know if you've heard about that no yeah but they've been and made a poo burger no uh they're actually talking about uh yes they did but uh, they're actually talking about <laughs> about growing uh vat grown beef and yeah. and the problem is, is that it's hard to grow these very specific cuts, but they can grow this material that when ground up is like virtually indistinguishable from other, from what ground what beef. What
2: do you mean grow it? What is I it? I mean, grow
0: it the same way like you, you see, except it's not as pretty, I'm sure. But like the way literally to grow it from cells, you know, in a, in a,
1: in a thing, you know, this reminds me of one of those that. Uh... Those Tr- Simpsons treehouse of horror episodes. Yeah, I know. The school's so poor that uh, Lunch Lady Doris is like, we got to switch down to grade F meat. And it says grade F. Uh, circus animals, some filler.
2: <laughs> some filler.
0: <laughs> and it's grade F meat with like yeah, quotation yeah.
2: marks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I don't know. That sounds pretty gross.
0: I don't know, man. If, 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 here's the thing. If you could eat it and it, you couldn't tell the difference and it was safe and it didn't involve killing a cow, why wouldn't you eat it?
1: Well, I, I, I love the, well, uh, well, let me the ask you this. If someone, growing.
2: if someone gave you a human flesh burger and you couldn't tell the difference <laughs> and it was safe and it didn't kill a cow, but, would that be okay? No, no, but, I, but I think,
1: <laughs> but this is the opposite of that. This is like a situation where you're not. What if it was human flesh but they grew it from stem cells like they did the chicken in this one? Oh. That's actually a
0: great question. I w- Now that's a quality question. I thought you're going to say
2: that's think. a great idea. <laughs> I know I thought you were going to
1: say well, that I'm too. Well, I always wanted to eat me some human.
0: Oh. Well, no, but uh, that's that's the question. Is the is the objection to what it is or or what it was? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no. If it wasn't a Blair who, then why <laughs> would you care, you know?
1: Um, well, they could just put it all in hot dogs and no one will tell the difference.
0: Yeah, really. What w- would be the difference. I mean. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's probably safer. I don't know. It, it's just the concept. I have a hard time wrapping my my head around actually ingesting something that was never, you know, ingesting meat that is indistinguishable from meat, meat? that came from animals. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Like in, ingesting lab-grown meat. That's just, it freaks me out.
0: I heard I, this. This is reminding maybe it's me. Maybe
2: just because the the generation I was born in, and maybe I'll never get over it. I anybody
0: remember the relatively old Nerdist podcast with uh, Jamie, Jamie Oliver? Is it no? I John just, Oliver. Sorry, oh, John. John Oliver. John Canadian Oliver, name. which is funny uh, that I would mis- yeah because yeah, it's appropriate in this, but no, with uh, John Oliver and and yeah. and they were asking him about the uh, working on the Daily Show, and he said that it was like they they concluded that it was sort of like making sausage because <laughs> you. <laughs> you essentially make these, these tasty items out of all of the like worst crap known to man. He was talking about how they sift through all the things the politicians say and all oh this other God, crap. And then I they, it. And then they grind be. it up and they make this thing that's like nice out of it. <laughs> that's funny. You know? It's so <laughs> they true. They put casing around it. Yeah, exactly. Spritz you know?
2: it with food coloring. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> it's true. But yeah, I guess I, mean, I know what you're saying, but I guess... And and it worries me that there would be some problem with it, that it would take a while for them to be sure it was safe, you know. But
1: well, the the the, the line of reasoning on the uh, the person in in this episode was like, well, it's a chemical that promotes promotes growth of the tissue, but I'm not going to look into seeing if this is harmful to humans. Oh
0: yeah, my favorite was. <laughs> It's organic.
1: Yeah, it it's, a, from yeah. The, it's a, I, I'd
0: like to point point out that it you comes know, from the earth. Cyanide comes from the earth as yeah, well. Uranium you know? comes from the earth. <laughs> I mean,
1: technically, everything that we have right now, except for that rock from Mars, is. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're like poo comes from the earth. That's right. Cocaine yeah, comes from eat, the earth. You know, I don't <laughs> eat that either.
1: You know.
0: But yeah, that was pretty funny. Some of these people that they have at Eureka with, like, unlimited power to do things like feed people whatever they come up with and everything, you're like, wow, really? You
2: would think as scientists, they'd be more inquisitive about it, you know?
0: Or that the people letting them do things would be more inquisitive (laughs) about it, you know?
1: Hey, Allison, time for a company audit, I think.
0: Yeah, really? What other weird crap do you have going on here? I like the astrologer that shows up, too. That was pretty entertaining. (laughs) He's like What's don't, the don't you mean
1: astronomer? What's the difference? <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's like uh, you can uh, go get in line with the yo for the yo
1: <laughs>
0: for the <laughs> and he's like yay <laughs> and he goes to get in line for the freaking yo-yo. <laughs> Henry at the end um <clears throat> there was a kind of a line there were two things with Henry that were significant uh that we need to mention. Uh the 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 less significant of the two uh, is the fact that he says that kind of crappy thing to, to, uh, 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 to Carter where he looks at him and he says, man, this, this is how you must feel all the time.
2: I know. And he, and he <laughs> means
0: it, you know? Yeah. And you're like, wow, that's really crappy. You know?
2: I know. That's, and that's not one of those things that like, it's okay to feel, but you just don't want to share it. Like, it's not okay to feel that. No,
0: you know? no, that's just, that's to even
2: think that. Is, yeah.
0: And uh and the big one of course is that Henry while he's stupid yeah confides in uh a little bit at least as much as his stupefied brain will allow him
2: yeah about right. the You know
0: <laughs> he uh you know, he, he says, you know, what Beverly's doing to did to Kim, you know, and he and he, this tells us two things. One is that he doesn't understand. He knows that Kim and Beverly did something with yeah, this device, but he doesn't know what yet. And uh, and that he is still aware that he's keeping these things from and is worried that he's keeping these things from uh, again. From it's, Carter. it's
2: like being drunk in a way. You yeah, know? yeah. It's like you you have some control and some awareness, but it's not all fire. It's not firing on all cylinders. You know, you're kind of like okay, I'm keeping a secret. You know, <laughs> but yeah, Henry's what, dropping his. Are crew, you
0: doing his, your McLovin?
2: That was your McLovin voice. Oh my God.
0: It exactly. That's where your <laughs> voice came from. That's Audrey's McLovin voice. It was your McLovin voice. It was your McLovin voice. It totally was your McLovin voice.
2: But uh, yeah, he's dropping his creepy bombs again at the end of every episode. We get like one more puzzle piece.
0: Yep. Well. <laughs> This was uh, it was like, yup. This, yup. <laughs> yup. <laughs> this episode was worth it if for nothing else than it introduces Zane, and um, and Zane totally is going to throw things for a curve over the next couple of years, and that's awesome.
1: Yeah, I remember a, a couple months ago? It's like, where where are those good episodes we were talking about? Yeah, this, this is this is right. The this is the oh, start. of yeah. All of that stuff. These last few episodes. So.
0: Oh, that's gonna be fun. We should probably wrap up. Audrey, got anything to add here at the end?
2: Um, no, just I am also excited that Zane is coming back, and I can't wait to watch him take get, his shirt off. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> and go
0: to the gym.
2: Uh, yes, and, and get, get substantially <laughs> bigger, you know. And as then the take his shirt go. off?
0: <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Aha. Yeah. Dude, I could play
2: all the episodes back to back in fast motion and just watch him swell.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Juan, you got anything to add? Uh, I'm just uh, really excited. Uh, Next week will be the meetup.
0: Yes. So uh, normally we try to record on Thursday night and get them out to you sometime Friday or Saturday. Actually, uh, if you're interested, you will be able to and and Juan, you're in front of a computer so you can grab the exact time. I think it's 5 p.m. Central. Oh, a little bit. No problem. Um, <laughs> no, but if you are interested on Friday, uh, this upcoming week, Friday the 16th, 16, yep. Uh, yep. we are going to be doing uh, almost all of the GWC podcasts live, including Save Eureka. In and- fact,
1: for the GWC podcast, we'll be starting out with Save Eureka. We'll be starting at 5 Central.
0: So, if you're interested you can uh you can actually listen to us, record this in front of a room with hopefully some people there, depending if they're not all partying out at the bar that's around the corner
3: <laughs>
1: um, and, and and to clarify that's five uh central daylight time because this weekend is going to be the time change so is it already? anybody that's listening overseas yes. keep that in mind because North America does it at a different time than the rest of the world because we're weird yeah
0: <laughs> so yeah if you're if you're interested uh galacticwatercooler.com slash live. Uh, that will take you to uh, a nice page we've set up that has a link to the Ustream broadcast as well as the chat and everything Yay. else. And uh, you can listen to us record the next, that'll be episode 30 uh, of Save Your Eco, live with an audience there. Uh, if you miss it, then it will come out sometime the following week. We will probably run a little late with the podcast because we're going to be partying with the meetup. Uh, Screw
1: but, hanging out with our friends. We need to go render. <laughs> yeah. it's not going to happen. <laughs> I,
0: I did that the first year. Never Aww. again.
1: Yeah, every I, I party remember on, on the Saturday morning. Uh, Audrey was getting people ready for the culture trip, and you're sitting there at the end of the Aww. the uh, the hotel lobby just with a laptop, like looking dead, going. Uh, uploading. <laughs> yeah, so we're not going like to do that. It's like an office
2: space where the little bar fills up oh, like, and, then slow, back, and then
0: goes back <laughs> and comes <laughs> up goes then back, and back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so not doing that. But yeah, if you want to check it out, 5 p.m. Central Daylight Time, uh, and you can listen to us live. It'll be a lot of fun. I'm looking yeah, forward to it. It's, it's going to be a fun. blast. Woo. Woo. From everyone here at Save Eureka and GWC, thanks for listening. If you'd like to watch Eureka or other fun shows with some of the friendliest people in geekdom, visit us at galacticwatercooler.com. We'd love to hear from you as well. If you have something to add to the show, give us a call at 214-296-9229. That's 214-296-9229, and follow the instructions there to leave us a message for inclusion in a future podcast. Financial support from listeners like you keep all GWC podcasts on the net each week, To find out how to donate, visit galacticwatercooler.com/slash donate.